0: Welcome to the Phantom Zone. Hello, in this week's episodes, first is Oracle, the ghost of Jonathan asks Clark to kill Lionel, and Milton Fine is an anti vaxxer. Then in the vessel, Fine hacks the world and Lex has a new secret. This is the Smallville Prop. Hello, welcome back. Joining me as always is the illustrious Alan Muir. God, these are two good episodes. Yeah, well, they always have a tendency to end strong with seasons. Obviously, like this is the season five uh, penultimate and uh, ultimate episode. Um, But yeah, especially like this is another time where we get a we'll get into it, but a uh, cliffhanger for a season finale. Isn't this like the third time? I believe so. Yeah, it was the Chloe one.
1: Chloe in season, at the end of season three. three? I think
0: season one had a cliffhanger, didn't it?
1: Season one was the tornado. Uh season two well that just ended with the with Clark going to Metropolis.
0: Yeah, that's not as much of a cliffhanger.
1: Season three is the the heart attack with Jonathan. And the, the house
0: blowing up the and like yeah, getting poisoned.
1: Then in season season then last season it was the meteor shower.
0: Yeah, which was a kind of finale, not a, um, it wasn't a cliffhanger.
1: Well, they sort of, like, with the the ship arriving, that was, that was sort of a cliffhanger. But yeah, this, this is a great season. And considering I've, I haven't had, or I, I never wanted to, like, I just want to skip to, like, the later seasons.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I think season six, we'll talk about after these two episodes a lot more, but is the big turn in the series. It's when we start getting a lot more of the crazy mythos Superman stuff, which starts in our in this first episode. Um but we do have this, like so we do actually have a new Superman show that is coming. This I don't think it has been officially named yet, but it's basically being called the Superman and Lois Lane
1: show. Yeah right now it's just yeah it's mainly been it's just called Superman and Lois
0: yeah, they have not officially named the CW show yet.
1: I was watching, uh, have you ever heard of the YouTube channel Comic Pop? No, I have not. They were doing a one of the, one of the videos, they mentioned that this show, the show should be called Super Family.
0: Yeah, like um, in one of the chats, we were talking like, oh, what should the name be? Like, Someone's like, oh, it should just go back to Lois and Clark. I was like, I bet they want nothing to do with that show. But yeah, it should be either like Super Family or the Kent's. But yeah, because the big thing is that he has—they have two boys, and the casting—they're like
1: eight-ish, I think. Uh, they're both are they twins? They're uh, thirteen.
0: Oh wow, they're older than I thought. Yeah, so they're kind of like the age that we—if you were reading the comics until very recently—that uh Jonathan Kent was until they weirdly aged him up until his like seventeen. But yeah, so it's Jonathan and Jordan. Yeah, I believe. And I think was Jordan the name of the kid in Superman Returns. I think so. I'm gonna do a quick Google. You hear me typing?
1: Yeah. That there's certain like certain things that they like. Jonathan like Lois is still working at the planet. Clark laid off. Is laid off. Jonathan's dead. Martha still is living on the farm. S- uh, Sam Lane is gonna be part of. Yeah.
0: The kid's name is Jason. Yeah. Uh, so wait, they've already said all this about the show?
1: Yeah, and apparently Lana is is going to be a big part of the show.
0: Interesting. Well, I wonder, and I actually liked the book. I think it was called Superwoman. Yeah. And so you know what I'm talking about. When they had like Lana and Lois get Superman abilities. They got different abilities, though, and it was very interesting. That has definitely been dropped continuity-wise, like hardcore at this point. But it was an interesting thing. and I don't know. Like, I wonder if they are going to sign uh, what's-his-name to play Lex as, like, a...
1: Oh, John Cryer?
0: Yeah, as, like, a regular or something.
1: Well, they mentioned that, like, in this leak, that there's a character they're just calling the stranger right now. And they're going to reveal who he really is at the end of the pilot, like, the episode. Or at the end of the pilot. Hmm. And it's got... Some big names, like, behind the scenes. Todd Helbing is writing and executive producing. Uh, Berlanti, Sarah Schechter, and Jeff Johns are EPs.
0: All right, this might sound crazy, but if there's a stranger character, I want to put money down that it's jor Oh,
1: like the Doctor, or the Mr. Oz?
0: Yeah, and I have a feeling that they could play with that. And it wouldn't be a bad, like, I don't like what they did in the comic, but I feel like there was things there that would work as like a story thing for Superman.
1: Yeah. Cause they're rapid. They're bringing like there, it seems like they're going to include Smallville with, or like as a secondary location in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there was a part of when they redid the continuity for rebirth, um, they lived in Smallville for a chunk and Lois would write from there. And then there was, like, a whole thing with the town. I can't remember what was, like...
1: Oh, you mean the, the neighbor?
0: Yeah, and that was interesting.
1: And they definitely could play on that,
0: of, like, the idea of John... Like, I, I like the idea of dealing with the two of them, because there's, obviously, they're twins now, but, like, with the kids having to grow up with abilities, and especially if it seems, strangely, that Clark has, didn't have memory of them. When we saw him in crisis,
1: yeah, uh, it says here that Jonathan is the popular one, an all-star athlete who's about to enter the varsity team and Jordan is introverted, anxiety prone, and very into, very much into computers and video games.
0: which it is crazy for a 13 year old to be so he's a freshman and he's gonna be on the varsity. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know that'll be interesting. I don't know if there's like any dates on anything, so I wouldn't I would suspect not until next fall. We'll get anything um, until they like we until they start filming like filming filming because I think they just wrapped up Legends for the season so I think most of the shows are like wrapping up now for the current season but it will be interesting this is a whole yeah. new continuity and if you've watched Supergirl at all they have fixed and addressed some very specific things and also teased some things like. I believe the phrase uh anti-life equation was mentioned in one of their episodes
1: it was mentioned in, i think the first or second episode after crisis yeah the brainy episode yeah it was actually the episode right after crisis
0: yeah so yeah they're like it is interesting to see what they're going to be doing and we still also don't know what the deal is with the two hbo max shows as well uh adam strange and green lantern so a lot of things are up in the air yeah so superman's back um be interesting to see what happens um but yeah we can get into these episodes so the first one is uh season five episode 21 and it is oracle so these two episodes i would say it's almost like three with the opening of season six kind of all go together as like one big story because i think they all kind of happen like chronologically like very much within like the same time frame so it's clark's 19th birthday uh, Martha, Lois, and Chloe give him a surprise party, but it's small and subdued because Jonathan isn't there. Um, and this is his first birthday without him. Lois gives Clark a diary to maybe because, like, basically, because like, he never talks to anybody that he should write things down. And Martha gives him a card that Jonathan had bought him before he died. And inside were a pair of tickets to a baseball game. Uh, yeah. The... Which is really kind of a heartbreaking
1: thing. I think the Milwaukee Sharks.
0: Yeah, it's like a made-up team for their show,
1: but yeah, and the the scene where he sees the card and he says he just says that's Dad's handwriting, mm-hmm. and th- this is this is the thing I like, I really love about this season, this season and go, uh, and onward, where they fully address the effect of losing Jonathan Kent or Jonathan to like the effect it has in Clark. Yes, because in the movie he,
0: he goes on a walkabout. <laughs>
1: He goes on the walkabout, and even in the Donner movie, he just, there's really nothing that's happening. It's just he he has a heart attack, dies, and that's it. Yeah. Well, it's
0: the difference of having a show and a movie, although both of the movies easily, or both sets of movies could have easily done more with it. Um, I don't really think it was until the show that they really ever gave it much weight to the Jonathan dying. I feel like in the books, at certain points, he died when he was much older. Because yeah. I remember in the cartoon in like the the Superman Adventures, which is what like late '90s, early 2000s, like he was Clark is fully Superman and he's still alive.
1: Yeah. Um, what was it? I was watching the Adventures of Superman from the '50s, and it's not it's not specific, specifically Jonathan Kent, but it's clearly the character, and he just gets killed. He he has a heart attack and is dead in a matter of minutes. Yeah, I think they
0: kind of depending on the show. Like in the going back to the Lois and Clark, Perry kind of takes that position in that show um as like the real father figure. Because I don't even think I'm sure they had an episode with them with the Kents. But like I feel like in most things they have Perry take on a more fatherly role. And and it wasn't until this show where Perry is kind of a very like we barely ever get like we get that one episode. But we don't get bar- uh, Perry to like very very late and. um it, it, this is kind of one of the first things that really shows us the Kents at all. It does end up doing, we get some really goofy stuff with Martha later on, which is hilariously funny with the Red Queen stuff. But, uh, it, it's, I think it's one of the aspects that, like, whenever I talk about the show, I'm like, that is the thing that this show does better than anything else is like Clark's relationship with his parents.
1: Yeah. And looking at the show from like from its entire run. And then during crisis, crisis when it when they had the characters back, Clark, I've, there's a line that stands out from I think the pilot where Clark says, "All I, all I, all I ever wanted was to be normal."
0: Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I think that ending works so well—the crisis ending—and like, I guess in my mind, he did the Superman thing for a little while, but then in, inevitably gave it up. So, um. Okay.
1: Which also, is funny because
0: in that he has girls, but we don't know it. they could be twins there too. It would be an interesting third line if that became a thing in the TV universe now.
1: Yeah. I think it's season one, like at the, the tail end of the se- of the series, there's an episode where there's another Kryptonian on Earth. I think it's season seven or eight, but he did the same thing.
0: Oh, yes. I think it's seven because it's... Um, Brainiac is involved. Brainiac is involved, yeah. And he has, like, the blue kryptonite, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't remember that. It's like, a big character actor. And he's like, working in a shop. But, yeah, it's the exact same thing. And they have, like, him and Clark have a very good conversation. Um, but to jump into the episode, this is not the only thing we get from Jonathan. So Clark goes to the cemetery. And he wants to thank his dad for the tickets. And then Jonathan walks out of the mist, kind of, and is standing next to him. And it's like you gotta kill Lionel. It's the only way to save the world. It's like okay, Ghost Dad. Like that's kind of messed up. So, yeah. we cut...
1: and like yeah, as you, as you're about to say, or I forgot. I think I'm. I watched this a few days ago, and he says one. He he says something like the the blood of everything is is gonna be on his hands. Mm-hmm. It's like it's
0: very heavy and like a very weirdly not Jonathan way. So. Um, And we'll see how it plays out because so the next morning Clark tells his mom what he saw and she's like yeah, it's just your grief which I feel like at this point people should just like people who are in the know should be like yeah anything that happens with Clark is probably not his mom playing tricks probably something is going on and he's like yeah I've seen his ghost before which I can't remember it was a couple episodes ago Um, it was the Lana thing where like the where they were playing like the sleepers cl- episode Um and he's and then that the ghost said that lionel might be up to something so clark goes to the planet tells chloe and she's like yeah like i'm suspicious of lionel too um i think he's the one that actually sent martha up to be blackmailed and then like to save her um so we should investigate him they break into his office and search the calendar uh where they find two future appointments one is for a reporter and the other one is at the pentagon to discuss the weapon which they assume is Clark. Um or at least Clark thinks that means him. And then we cut to Lionel at the mansion, uh, in Lex's library. And he's like, What is up with you constantly going to Honduras? No one goes to Honduras. It's gross. Um lex is like, oh, don't talk to me. As Lionel's like, you know, you don't know about Milton Fine, what he's involved with, it's way more dangerous than you think. And Lex is like, go away, leave me alone. And then Lionel kind of like Freaks out and has like a kind of a seizure, and then starts scribbling in Kryptonian symbols.
1: This, yeah, this was the the a similar type of ending to the like a few episodes ago.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, I'm trying to remember because sometimes I look. When is it that Lionel's in the institution? Has that already happened yet, or has that not
1: happened? Yet? It already happened. It's
0: like very similar to that when like Lex goes to the thing, and he's just like in a straitjacket. And like saying, I can't remember what's he saying. Like Kal El,
1: he's—I don't remember, but it's something like that. Yeah, because I remember he's in the—he's in the like the the room or the. Pad-
0: exactly, it's the reverse of what happened with Lex.
1: Yeah, and there's Kryptonian symbols carved into the walls, the floor. It's—it's
0: it's one of the things the show does well. Is like they keep like nothing ever kind of gets dropped. Everything kind of gets repicked up somewhere else and carried along. Like the show has a great like ability um to maintain continuity i think for the most part like the cw shows have done the same thing and i think that is a reason why a lot of people like uh smallville is because literally stuff from season one happens in the final episode of the series um yeah. with the the lex in the white suit thing that we saw in the what was that like first five or six episodes comes all the way back in the five one of the final scenes
1: yeah it's him in the finale it's him in the, in the same exact outfit, same exact look. And he's... Just,
0: just with a wig cap.
1: Yeah. And it says <laughs> President-elect Luther. Which, based
0: on the crisis thing, he's been president for a really long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's been president for... Well, well technically, here's the thing.
0: Yeah, when does this season 10 of Smallville... When does, what year is that? 2017. Oh. So, yeah, it's not really that long. Yeah, he might be in his first term. Or he would be in his first term.
1: You know, at this point, I'd welcome... I'd welcome that to be president rather like rather than the current president.
0: Yeah, at least he has a better fashion state. Or Lux had a better fashion sta- statement at the least. Um, yeah. So back in the show, Lois runs into Lana at the Talon and he's like, oh, you're buying coffee for Lex. And Lana's like, no. But then uh, Lois is like, look, I don't care. Like, if you want to talk, we can talk. And they kind of have they have a three hour conversation about like the status of their relationship. Um, so Lana meets Lex at the mansion and Lex admits that he's involved in something top secret and dangerous. But like, I trust you as opposed to Clark. And he's like, here's my secret lab. You've been collecting the most deadly viruses around the world to create a super vaccine to protect a person from any disease. Um, which I feel like the one thing I would say is like, I feel like this is when they could have tied in more to this Lex being a meta.
1: Yeah, very um, much.
0: With this, but they don't. And then he says him and Fine believe the black ship is the first of many and a vaccine could save mankind from the potential invaders. Uh, basically, this is a plot ripped from the X-Files. Like almost directly, like this is the entire idea of like all the secret government stuff in the X-Files TV show is that the aliens are going to unleash some sort of virus so that the governments are trying to create a vaccine, which the vaccine is hybrid's.
1: I I just I I knew I'd forgotten about that for a reason.
0: Yeah, which they in like in the I never watched the second season of like the revamp series. But the first season basically retcons all that and to say that it was all bullshit and that the aliens never existed. And it was all just the government making that stuff up to like fuck with people to like cover up what they were really doing. Uh, That's the season with Robbie Amell which oh, yeah 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 I never watched the second season but I would say the best episode to watch is the one with Camille Nanjiani it is like the because I think it's only six episodes and they did like one that's like a classic like monster episode and it's Camille Nanjiani and I can't remember the other person in it is an Australian like comedic actor he was in Flight of the Concords and he was in uh have you ever seen What We Do in the Shadows
1: oh Jermaine Clement
0: uh, no, but it wasn't Jermaine Comline. It was the guy who was the werewolf guy, the main, the head of the werewolves. Oh, uh, Rhys Darby. Yeah, the redhead.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. him
0: and Camille Nanjiani are like the guest stars in that episode. And it is hilarious. Um, I would definitely suggest that. I think it's like episode four.
1: Um, well, yeah, that and you get to see Meritate looking like he's near death.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's in the he's in the first season of the show, too. Um, and
1: yeah, the cigarette smoking man. So...
0: Um, Back into this, and so Lex is like, I, "I'm super suspicious of Fine. Here's some satellite photos of Fine in Honduras near the black ship. So I know he's interacting with it, and then Fine's gone the next second. Um, and they feel like, oh, I think Fine is an alien. And Lana tells him that when Lionel was in a trance, he told her the alien's weakness, which I think he what was it like their home is their weakness. I think is what he said. Yeah. Um, so Martha arrives home one evening, and she gets a voice messages from Lionel.
1: Oh, God, yeah, this this bit coming up is was so funny.
0: So she's listening to it, and then she gets a vision of Jonathan in the living room, and he's like, oh, you're in a relationship with, with Lionel now? Like, you didn't even care that I, like, he kind of gets, like, real shitty with her, and he's like, Lionel is dangerous, and he must be eliminated. Lionel's, Lionel's the one who's responsible for my death, and Martha's like, wait, what? It's like, tell me more. Like, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, Jonathan disappears. But then outside, we see Jonathan, and bum, bum, bum. Guess what? It's Milton Fine because he can shape shift because he's goddamn brainier.
1: I really like the effect of him going, like the transition from, like, the little transformation from Jonathan he, to Fine.
0: Yeah, it's much better than the previous shapeshifter stuff. Although it's like, because when was Terminator 2? Like,
1: oh, Terminator 90, 2 was. Like, the...
0: 91? 92. 92 so like because there's a lot of things that are very t2
1: in this oh yeah especially the
0: the blades yeah so it's like oh that stuff is finally cheap enough for tv shows um so martha tells clark uh what jonathan told her and clark tells martha how he thinks lionel's gonna try to use me as a weapon um and martha's also like i think he might have had something to do with jonathan's death as well so now clark's like in a real huff so fine meets lex at the mansion he's like I know you've been keeping me out of the loop on Project Mercury. Uh, and Lex is like, I know you're not CIA. And I'm not going to give you the vaccine because I don't know what you're doing. And he opens a light box. It's a meteor rock. And I know it's your vulnerability and finds, like, oh, and like picks it up. It's like, yeah. So uh, I'm not Kryptonian. And, but, but I was made by them. And then, yeah, Blade Arms, like T2. It's like, and basically it is, it is hilariously exactly T2 looking. Um, It's a little different, though, because he makes like a fist and then it comes out of his fist like a giant Wolverine claw. Uh, But it looks really good. And I like that it like starts at his hand black and then kind of turns to silver. So then we cut to Chloe tells Clark that uh, Jonathan's she's researched Jonathan's cell phone and they were in communication for weeks before his death. And last last call happened right before he died. Uh, So Clark's like, I knew he, he was there that night and tells Lionel to meet him at the barn. Lionel tries to explain um like their communication in Clark's convinced that Lionel killed Jonathan to control me as weapon. He's like, You're being too emotional. Um and like starts to beat the crap out of Lionel. Uh
1: Yeah, this is where we get the nice or coming up when we get we get a what I call a bit of foreshadowing into into this this the feature of Superman as a series, as a like a franchise.
0: Oh shitty Jonathan?
1: No. Uh the bit where when Fine shows up at, in the barn.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah. Um so Jonathan shows up and he's like, you need to kill him. Alino's like, your dad would never want you to kill anyone, and Clark's like, Oh, yeah, you're right. I beams, pew, pew, and shoots Jonathan away, who turns into uh, fine, and they get like Jonathan gets the upper hand. Alino goes into uh a trance and he touches him and he goes turns into fine and then he disappears. Lino well, comes out of the trance trance is like, "What just happened?" And Clark's like, "Do uh, you tell me, guy?"
1: Yeah. And the what I'm specifically meant like referring to is, uh, Fine gets his hands around Clark Clark's head.
0: Oh, and, and like mentions, the neck snap.
1: Like, yeah, he's like, "I could easily, very easily, snap your neck and kill you, but you're still needed or something." And like, "Wow, they really called this like ten yeah. years, over t- like ten less than ten years until."
0: the snyder version yeah yeah um because i'm trying to think he wants him alive because he wants zod
1: yeah he wants he him, wants to, him be... to
0: work with Zod, yeah yeah so lionel takes cars to his office and is like i have so finds not kryptonian which you know because you've destroyed him twice um and he's like how come i was like you were able to destroy him and lionel's like i'm not sure but here's like my closet full of papers and cotonian symbols that i've read i have no idea what's going on and then um whatever is happening to me is meant for you they give the notebook to chloe and is like i'm gonna decipher them because i can do this even though i just have a high school degree um and basically lionel's like yeah tells clark and chloe finds working with lex they're trying to develop this super deadly virus that could decimate the population uh i guess kind of like Plan of the ape style, and I think that the virus is just like a piece of what Fine's trying to accomplish. And Chloe admits that Lana probably knows something about it too. And so then we pop into. There's like I didn't realize how much happens in this episode. They go to the dorm room and they get Lois, and they go through Lana's things and they find pictures of the black ship.
1: No, no. Lana and Lois arrive there to find Clark. Oh, through. rifling
0: through her things. Yeah, and he's like, "What do you know about this?" And Lois is like, "I'm out of here." And I was like, super angry. And he's basically like, Lex is involved in something super dangerous. Um, You need to tell me where the lab is. And she's like, get the hell out of my face kind of a thing. Um, Like invading her privacy, which she obviously was. Lex confronts, fine, the lab. um, But I know you're going to unleash the virus in the population. And fine, is like, oh, no, that's definitely not what I was going to do. I actually only needed one. And he's like, he takes it and like merges it with himself.
1: Yeah. And then injects he goes. Some, uh, he injects some some foreign matter into it,
0: and then like pulp fictions
1: it into Lex, who collapses, and then Fine trashes the lab. Yeah, I think what was the line? I think I think this should. I think you need this, and then just proceeds to destroy it.
0: Yeah. And so Clark arrives. He sees Lex on the floor, but Fine speeds away. Uh, I guess Clark brings him to the hospital or whatever, and Lex says, "Doctor, check him out." And doctor's like, "Hey, you're healthier than you've ever been." Uh, and Clark is like, "Yeah, you should have listened to Lionel." And Lex is like, "The vaccines would have helped people, um, but I don't know where Fine is." And Clark's like, "Well, you crossed the line by going through Lana." Like, tells Clark that you crossed the line by going through Lana's things. And Lex and Clark argue, and Lex point out points out that Clark lost Lana by himself. Lex had nothing to do with it. Uh, Lionel goes to the farm. It admits to Martha that he did talk with Jonathan the night um, and told him that he knew Clark's secret. You know, Jonathan was angry. He didn't let him explain. Martha does not reply. And Lionel leaves, saying that at least he was honest. And Lana visits Lex and is like, that things have been awkward between them, um, that we should stop talking about Clark. And she asks him why Fine ordered the vaccine destroyed. And Lex notices a mark where he was injected and he cuts his own finger with a corkscrew, but then it heals instantly. Um, Lois finds Clark brooding, which he always does. And he's upset over Lex and Lana. Lois well, tries to console him. Then uh, basically says, you should give Lana some space. And maybe, like, Lana isn't the one you're meant to be with. And Clark appreciates it, but they're interrupted by Chloe. And Chloe's like, um, and he's like you handled your birthday really well. It's like, Clark's like, I really miss my dad. And it's like, oh, but your dad gave you more valuable gifts and um, how you grew up. And she says the pattern that she translated is Zod is coming. Bum, bum, bum.
1: To be continued. And,
0: yes, which I do think it was very, very interesting that they jumped into Zod so early in the series, like Zod and Brainiac in season five. Like compared to, because we haven't gotten like any of the other big Superman villains in the series up until this point. It's just been kind of one-offs, and they kind of jump right into the deep end.
1: Yeah, and, and any potential villain that they would, they did. Doran was just simply a. Not necessarily a watered down version, more of a different character, but like a different character, but the same characteristics, like the uh, the water or the the the, the body heat episode, mm-hmm. where that was sort of a similar sort of like parasite.
0: Yeah, which we do get like a real parasite later
1: on. We do. Uh, I think he's like a one-off character in like season nine or something like that. Okay, that makes sense. I nine are the ones that I. Didn't really care yeah, I,
0: yeah, it's like one it's whatever season has like plastique and like all that stuff. Um, oh, you mean, you mean uh excess? Yeah. Um yeah, like yeah, they kind of jump into the deep end and it's actually like this is where it's good, and then it's when they like get away from this and then go back to like the bad guy to the week is when stuff gets really wonky. Cause yeah, they go from Brainiac, Zod to Bizarro, then like back to Zod. I'm trying to remember because well, we get we get Zod like three times, don't we?
1: We get Zod and
0: Lex, then we get good Zod, and then we get evil Zod.
1: Well, sort of. Well, technically, we get Zod and Nat. We get this Zod or the Zod at the end of season five, beginning of season six. We get clone Zod. Yeah, Candor Zod, right? Yeah, yeah. In season nine, and then in season ten, when they go into the Phantom Zone, it's. The clone of Zod.
0: It's the merged.
1: Yeah, it's the clone of Zod with the consciousness of Zod.
0: So let's pop into the second episode. So season finale of season five. uh, Vessel. So basically we start off, animals are like freaking out. There's a bright light. We go to Luther Mansion. Lex wakes up uh, with Lana kind of on top of him on the couch. They're like kind of fell asleep on top of each other. He gets up, and he starts driving crazy fast. Lana follows him, trying to call him on her cell phone. He stops. He gets out. He tells her to stay. He runs through the woods. And then the ground starts to erupt around him in a circle of light. And then Milton Fine shows up behind Lana, and she's like, what the heck is going on? He's like, he's preparing Lex. So the black ship appears. A beam of light shows down. Lana runs towards it, but Lex is beamed up. And left on the ground is the giant mark of Zod burned into the ground. Which, I do like the look of it. It's kind of, instead of the S, it's the Z. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good design. Which I think they still basically use currently, like in the comics. Um, so at the Kent farm, Lois is trying to get plane tickets for Martha. When Lionel shows up and's like, oh, you know, we could take my plane. And he tries to get close to her, and, you know, so he can get, get closer to Martha and talk to her. Lana goes to daily planning and tells Chloe what she saw. And Chloe goes to Clark, and Chloe warns Clark against listening to, listen to Jarell that Clark goes to the fortress. Jarell's like, That ship and fine are like one being, and they won't stop until Zod is released. And Jarell says, Zod's body was destroyed, and he needs a vessel. And a knife appears, and Jarell tells Clark he must use it to destroy the vessel, no matter who it is. Basically, like, Yeah, you gotta kill Lex, because he's obviously. So Clark meets with Chloe and tells him he doesn't want to kill anyone, and Chloe figures that Lex is the vessel, and Clark announces he may have to kill Lex as Lana overhears him from outside the room. Now that's a whole thing. Um, Clark goes to the barn. and he's considering the ninth when Lionel revives, um, arrives, and he's like, yeah, I have these other warnings, and they say sacrifice the vessel, and Clark tells Lionel
1: that Lex is the vessel, and Lionel's
0: like, oh, crap.
1: And we then get to the part where I just lost it out of the show being very dumb.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, you go back to the field. Lex is lying in the field with his odd symbol. He gets up, and Lionel arrives, and basically Lex is like, there's nothing you can do, and he goes to, like, touch Lex, and Lex, like, chucks him into a car windshield. Yeah, and he should be dead. Oh, he should be, like, mega dead. And Lex super speeds over there, and Lionel's, like, horrified, and then Lex super speeds to the manor. Uh, The only thing I'd say is, like, maybe Lionel's not dead because of he's the... Vessel of Jarrell, or whatever the conduit. I don't remember what term they end up using. So maybe that's kind of helped him. So Lana's there. She sees Lex. She shoots him with a gun, but he's bulletproof. And it's like, yeah, it's still me. But Ma- Lana's like, like scared. Um, and it's like, yeah, I couldn't keep anything secret from you. Alana reveals that Clark is going to kill you and that Lex uh, needs to go. Alana tells him she can't come with him, but she can meet him at Luther Corp. Roof at, that night. Clark meets with Lionel, who's like, I taught Lex how to be completely ruthless, and now he has all your power. Um, and that you need to fight against um that he will he believes that Lex can do what he can to fight against uh um, but you need they need to sacrifice Lex for Lana. I'm like, I don't know, it gets really wonky here. Uh Clark goes to the mansion to confront Lex, but he only finds Lana. It's like I won't betray Lex. Uh, because unlike you, he always tells me the truth. And she's like, Clark, tell me what is going on, and he can't. So she's like, I don't understand how I ever loved you, and storms out angrily. Fine shows up and taunts Clark, and is like, like, Clark was supposed to be the vessel, but since he, you know, like, if you want to do it, then I will release Lex from it. But Clark refuses. And then, so I'm going to use your affinity of humans against you, and I'm going to destroy them all. And then he does... <laughs> He, like, slaps his hand onto Lex's laptop and everything turns into Kryptonian symbols. And apparently that now has spread across the entire world. And I think, do the, what they call it, like, Black Monday or Dark Monday is what they call it in the next season.
1: Yeah. and Something like that. Yeah. It's certain things from, like, from the end of this episode to, the, to like, the next episode. Doesn't, they don't make sense. Yeah. Because
0: basically, when we get to... Clark goes to the other party and Chloe's like, everybody in the world's been infected by this computer virus. And a car randomly comes flying through the
1: window, which... Oh, Clark God. That, that, that was just... <laughs> yeah. How did it fit?
0: So Clark catches it, saves Chloe, and he goes out there to save who he can. And Chloe's like, you can't save anybody. You have to do what you're destined to do. And then Chloe gives him, like, a super passionate kiss in case they never see each other again. She,
1: she could They could have just said... Or have her said, for luck.
0: Yeah. The phone rings and it's Lex. And he's like, I want to meet Clark. So Lois and Martha are on board Lionel's plane. Uh, they talk about Lionel's frequent offers to give Martha favors. And Lois alludes at the possibility that he has feelings for you. Uh, that you have feelings for him. Um, they realize that the surroundings look strange. That they're in the mountains. Um, and it looks like and that, uh, there's a brainiac flying the plane. Uh, Lois tries to get the door open. And then oxygen begins to run out and Martha collapses and Lois manages to put an oxygen max on her before she collapses. So Clark goes to the barn. He meets Lex and the two have like a verbal sparring match. And then Clark beats Lex and draws the knife and holds it to Lex's throat. The fine appears and says like, do it, do it. And Clark refuses and throws the knife into fine. Um, It goes red. And basically by not killing Lex and killing fine. It opens up the portal finally to release Zod because the knife's connected to the fortress.
1: Yeah, the the
0: this is like super convoluted.
1: Or could it be? Could be um, the first time that Fine was killed at the fortress. He could, he could have implanted some kind of little. Yeah, it's kernel. either. Yeah,
0: it's either he put something of himself in the fortress that's now being activated, or he didn't get all of himself back and now he has. It's very goofy. Um, but basically, finds like you released, uh, you opened the portal, Zod is back, and energy slams it to fine. And then Lex, and now Lex uh turns and speaks as Zod. And I'll just let's just say it's like Zod L for Lex Zod tells Clark, uh, you have no choice, but you could either join me or I'm gonna destroy Earth. Clark says no. And then the thing that we get that's gonna happen a lot. He takes off a tiny circle and throws it, and Clark's now in the Phantom Zone, and we get, like, the mirror thing from the old movies. Yeah, I was, that was, was, was... it's, yeah, I get that it's an homage to the, the Donner movies, but it looks so goofy. Yeah. Um, so riots are breaking out across the world, and Chloe's, like, doing her best to, like, work her way through Metropolis. She sees Lionel's limo and gets in with him, but the mob overwhelms the car and they pull them out. Lana's on her way to Luther Corp where Zod L is waiting for her, as he promised.
1: Oh, uh did you what do you think of the guy that tried the random mob or rioter who tried to assault Lana and she just his ass?
0: Oh my god. It's her training. Yeah. Uh Lana kisses him and across the globe we see the power goes out. And then we get the again the the Phantom Zone thing flipping through space, and that is how we end season five. So <laughs> Season 5 overall is pretty good. It is interesting to know like um so like season 4 was the same like season 4 finale um was like when Batman Begins was coming out and season 5 is Superman Returns and it's kind of crazy to think about how old those movies are and that the fact that Superman Returns happened after Batman Begins for some reason I always think it happened first.
1: So apparently there was a deleted scene for the sh- for the episode like inside of the black ship. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's Brainiac is showing preparing Lex, and Brainiac is putting the Phantom Zone bracelet on him and protecting the powers on him. And apparently, which is this is just something that blows my mind. They the, Chloe mentions Y two K. I was gonna write that in our opening because that's very obviously what they're playing at in this. And apparently, there was a Superman Y two K book in which Brainiac thirteen attacked Earth. This is. crazy episode
0: yeah it's pretty crazy and so like we said um i guess going towards like looking back at season five it's it's fine like it is there are some amazing episodes in this season but there's also some really bad ones we start off in a very goofy thing with the faith of zone thing which is what we end in we got aquaman we got cyborg in this season but we also had the goofy vampire episode and the fanatic episode and like the ghost in the wall and the other what was she she's now in supergirl the character andrea rojas who's like the super person but then there were awesome episodes like mercy which we just did lexmas splinter so it's a kind of a mixed bag and then looking forward to season six um this is when things change a lot Uh, Obviously, the first episode is a direct continuation, continuation, but we get further developments of Clark's powers, the introduction of Oliver Queen, who is basically in every episode. We get a pseudo Justice League episode. We get the the marriage episode. Uh,
1: We also get the episode with WWE guys, Um, which which that episode is the the debut of Martian Manhunter. Yes. Oh, Yeah,
0: well, we get two
1: different WWE episodes that. Oh yeah, one with Kane and Ashley Massaro, Mm may she rest in peace,
0: and one with the earlier one with Batista.
1: Yeah, where he literally just uh, he kills, he breaks you, and just eats you.
0: Which I think he said was like one of his first acting gigs.
1: Um, It's amazing how he went from this to Drax.
0: Yeah, Um, and then we get the tie, the previous tie-ins to like, uh, was it like Level Thirteen or whatever it was. 33.1 33.1 33.1 33.1 stuff um so there's we get some cool stuff in season six we also get some goofy stuff uh, we get more backstory on lex and we get our phantom zone adventures and like the whole setup for a good chunk of the season which is the hunting of the phantoms
1: yeah and also the next season is the last season where lionel is a regular cast member
0: Yes, we kind of, we get Lionel and his last one, but we also get the addition of Jimmy. Yeah. Who ends up not being Jimmy.
1: It's a long story.
0: Yes. Um, But that's kind of like where a lot of this stuff kind of hits the, um, starts to really change. Because by the time we get to season seven, that's when we get like the Supergirl stuff, the Return of Pete, their weird version of Black Canary.
1: Yeah, it was... It yeah, was the, all the, the cra- alternate earth stuff it was the creators trying to or it was, it was Goff and Miller trying to wrap tie up, tie up any of those ends before they they would leave the show, and Peterson and and Souters would take over,
0: yeah, it was also like the writer strike was like just about to happen, yeah you know, yeah, we get all that, and then, yeah, I'm just clicking through the episodes <laughs> like the different seasons, I'm like, oh, I forgot some of these things. Which like, like season eight is the one I'm like, oh I forgot all of these things.
1: You like the episode in season I think six or seven where Jimmy's a spy? Oh yes, yes. That was he gets like
0: him. a he gets like one episode a season once he joins of like a like a Jimmy episode. Um yeah, and then so yeah, we have one more season of Lionel really and like two more seasons of Lex, and that's it. It's Cause he's only in six and seven, I think. I don't think he's in eight.
1: No, he's Yeah, he's eight, not eight, in, eight is the introduction of Tess. Yes. And eight is the last season with uh, Lana.
0: Which is a good segue. So we were just talking about before we started recording. And if you listen to the comic show, is was brought up for our in-between season special. We are thinking of watching the amazing uh, piece of film that Kristen Kirk left Smallville to go make. And that is Street Fighter, The Legend of Chuntley. Starring many other people from the CW Arrowverse. Um, when they were like decently big, I would say, because uh, well, Neil McDonough was not like he's never been like a big, big name, but um, what's his name was pretty big after American Pie.
1: Oh, Chris Klein,
0: yeah, but yeah, so we're gonna check that out. And speaking of which, don't forget to check out the comic book show and all the other shows. We just finished reading, um. Oh my God, I'm blanking on it. Venom Lethal Protector, which was a hilarious book. And, uh, and today we are recording our first episode where we are reading the Ultimates from, what is that, like 2005? 2002. Oh my God. The amazing, uh, Mark Millar retcon alternate universe of the Avengers, which strangely is the inspiration for the MCU. And, um, yeah, check that out. And Al, you have the Players Club. Players Club podcast.
1: Uh, episode, by the time this goes up, episode 7 will be up. Episode 6 is is up on the YouTube channel. And we, uh, Me and Emmett talked about our top 5 PS3 games that were given away uh, throughout the history of PlayStation Plus. And thank God we didn't... For once, we actually did not go over 2, two hours and 30 minutes. So... Check, the, check all that stuff out at VGU.TV. Yep.
0: And um, yeah, don't forget to rate and review, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend about everything. So uh, um, we'll check you guys next time. Thanks for listening.
1: I am Lou Gonzalez. And I'm Alan Muir. And this podcast stands for truth, justice, and American way. Meal before Zod. Okay, this is Jimmy Olsen. Oh, growing big in Kansas, don't they? Smallville, all new
0: episodes this September on the new CW.